This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got the Dante DiVincenzo news, and to discuss the ramifications of this, maybe, is our guy, Adam Thompson, joining us from Bookies. He's joining us on the Roman guest line. Adam, thank you so much for joining the show, brother. How are you? Good, man. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're trying to hang in there, doing a little Metro talk while we're trying to win some money as well. So trying try to cover all the bases. And, and Patrick Baldwin talk, who I did. I watched him in high school. See? Uh, and I was uh, I was happy for him when he decided to go play with his dad um, for one year. He got his dad fired. Yeah, but, uh, yeah you know, it didn't work out. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but he can make up for it with a seven-figure paycheck and, uh, and, and set his dad up now. Absolutely. If I'm Patrick Baldwin Jr., I'm saying, well, Dad, if you – if it all it took was me to get you fired, maybe you were already on your way to getting fired in the first place. So here, I got a little summer league contract. Here's a couple bucks. Um, <laughs> That's absolutely accurate. <laughs> Adam, thanks for joining the show. And of course, we have a ton of things we want to throw at you. I went through your bookies.com page earlier, and uh, I'm just so impressed with all the different things that you cover. Like there's not a move in a, in a sport that you are not aware of that you don't uh, spin it forward. Of course, in terms of uh, betting odds and, and decisions and how to handicap. So I'm going to I'm gonna ask you about something that's pretty big for me, and I think it's huge for everyone uh, in the sporting world as a fan and an analyst. The 2022 Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest is coming up, and I really want to know, is this the year I put a, at least a few bucks on the field? I am sick and tired of this, this, this animal that is Joey Chestnut just dipping all these hot dogs in water and just, the Michael Jordan just of eating. throwing them down. It makes me sick to my stomach. But it, it makes him a lot of money. Uh, can you tell us, right. uh, more specifically, me? Is this the year the field uh, has a chance, or is Joey just going to continue to uh, run over the competition? Well, you know, the last year he won it yet again, and he won it by twenty six hot dogs. So, <laughs> you know, if you're betting the field, <laughs> there's only one way the field's going to win this, and it's and it's if we see Joey Chestnut's hot dogs uh, coming up in the other direction mid competition. <laughs> yeah. um, be a, if it, you know, which is an automatic disqualification. Other than that, um, you know, you know, I think there are other numbers. Now, I think you can take the under on how many hot dogs he eats. It's seventy-four and a half. Uh, last year it was seventy-seven or seventy-six, I think, or yeah. seventy-five the year before. But you know, I think he, you know, at what point does the human body just say that enough is enough? <laughs> enough, exactly. Thank you. So you, uh, he's so broken. The, he's broken the record in five of the last sixty years. At some point, you just got to say, okay, you know, I got to, I just want to win the title. And if you're up by 25 dogs with a minute left, you know, take it easy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Let's, so I I like the under on that. And, you know, I'm not betting against Joey Chestnut. I'm betting, I'm not betting on him either. Minus 3,000 is what I saw at one spot. I don't think I'm going, I don't think I'm going there. And the women's favorite is even more favored. Yeah, I was going to say, Chestnut hasn't lost since, what, 2015 when Matt Stoney beat him? I like the underplay. Um, anything on the women's side or any other props, you know, ways of betting this since you don't want to bet against Joey Chestnut. We already know that the field's not going to win. Nobody wants to lay minus 3,000 or whatever the number is. Other than the under, right. any other plays that you do like on Monday? Um, you know, Mickey Sudo is the, the women's champion. She's at minus 5,000. And actually, she didn't even win it last year. She wasn't in it because she was pregnant, so she took the year off. 
Uh, now she's back and she's minus 5,000. That's outrageous. But another one, uh, I think you can bet the under, 49 and a half. Um, you know, she ate, well, I think it was 48 and a half two years ago. But before that, every other year is usually in the 30s, high 30s. Uh, you know, considering she's probably going to win this thing by about 15 or 16 dogs, and she took a year off. You know, I don't know if the record is, uh, is within reach. I think she just wants to regain her title. So I, I, I like her beginning her title, obviously, especially at minus 5,000. But yeah. I like the under on both the winners. Um, I could be horribly wrong, but I think there's reason. I, there's some strategy, at least, to it in, in taking the, the under for both. Adam, how did you get into uh, hot dog eating handicapping? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say I went out and, and reached for it. Uh, I would say it may, have been a, it may have been assigned to me at some point. For, but this actually is the third year I'm doing it, and now it's just kind of fun uh, at this point, you know. You need something on Monday to keep your interest in, you know, watching the hot dog contest. If you don't have, uh, you know, some skin in the game, uh, it's a it's a tough watch for for half an hour sometimes. But you know, when you do, you know, and, and you're starting to root against them because I like the under over the, you know, instead of the over, um, then there's something to cheer about. Why is there so much dominance? Like, why are there only you know one favorite in the men's and one favorite in the women? Is it is it just some like physical or biological anomaly that allows you to eat? more than anyone else like why are there no not not a level playing field here it is interesting because you look at these you know these perennial champions on, on both sides and they're not like you know behemoths out there just pounding you know there, yeah. there's a strategy to it uh it, it's pretty amazing and you know at, at first i thought you know these are just the babe ruths of their sport <laughs> they're the first you know they're just way better than everybody else nobody else has caught up yet but now we're 15 years into this thing and it's the same people that continue to win it so now I guess it's just, uh, you know, kudos to them. Maybe they're just the Hank Aaron of it rather than the Babe Ruth of it. Um, but the field, the rest of the field just has not caught up yet. These guys are winning by 15, 20, 25 dogs uh, per year. That's, uh, you know, it, we're, we're a ways before anybody catches up to these guys. Well, I will say this. I know ESPN better be on their game because last year it was it was terrible trying to watch the hot dog eating contest with all the issues they have the broadcast. Do you guys remember the broadcast kept shutting mm-hmm. in and out? Yeah, that was terrible, and I, that was my first year consuming, for lack of a better word, uh, the hot dog eating contest. I've and, never and seen it like fully. I'm going to go live this year. I, I, I saw an email that I'm going to be covering that oh, event I, live. So, yeah, I'm going to be a hot dog insider. A lot of people. Good for you, Quentin. It's rough to watch Joey Chestnut pound those dogs because he looks like. He's in just extreme discomfort, and you're just waiting for, you know, stand by me, you know, just to just projectile all over the place. That hasn't happened yet, so kudos to him, but, boy, yeah, he, he doesn't look good. Yeah, uh, also not looking good, Adam. The Brooklyn Nets and pretty much everybody involved there. Kevin Durant wants out. So does Kyrie, apparently. Everybody wants out. The Nets are going to have to make a trade, it seems. I know the odds have been going all over the place, not only with the KD news, but of course the Rudy Gobert pendulum swings a little bit uh, in the uh, Minnesota favor. What can you tell us about your impression of all this, all the news that's uh, that's out right now regarding KD's next move, and and how do you maybe uh, approach handicapping this upcoming season with such a huge domino just waiting to fall, and we don't really know where it's going to go. Yeah, I mean when he announced his you know, intention that he wants to get traded. NBA futures just disappeared mm-hmm. off the board for a while there. Cause I don't think anybody knew it like, okay, what do we do next year? And, and you know, every team is, is going to send an email or make a phone call and just say, okay, what's it going to take? But you know, Katie has his own, you know, 
wish list. Uh, they don't have to be honored, but, you know, I think the Phoenix Suns, the Miami Heat, uh, you know, in, in addition to being a handicapper, I am an uh, odds maker for bookies, so oh. I did make odds for, for Kevin Durant. Where is he going to end up? And I think the Phoenix Suns is number one, in mm. part because uh, I think it's, it's where he wants to go. I think DeAndre Ayton is a, is a great sign-and-trade option, um, among other things. And I think Phoenix would pull that trigger uh, in a heartbeat if they could make it work. And, you know, if the Nets may come with an equal package, but, you know, I, I think if, if Brooklyn can trade KD out of the East and to the West, I think they would do that. So that's why I gave, uh, I gave Phoenix the edge over Miami. I think other teams are going to come out of the woodworks. You always, you know, you always expect the Lakers to be there, but I don't know what they have right now that uh, other than Anthony Davis, who is not going anywhere, um, I don't know if they have anything else that they can really offer. And I think because there's going to be some surprise teams, too. I think Memphis is going to make a run. I think Chicago can make a run. But ultimately, I think uh, I think it's going to come down to the Suns and the Heat, and I think he's going to end up in Phoenix. Adam, as a former odds maker, I'm looking at some of these individual awards in Major League Baseball, like NL MVP, and Paul Goldschmidt is minus 110 right now. And he's having a great year, but Mookie Betts is going to be healthy. He's 12-1. to 1. Pete Alonzo's 5-1. to 1. Who, who do you think should be favored right now? Or, or, you know, who would be your value pick? Because minus 110, obviously, you've missed the boat on Gold, uh, Goldschmidt. Anybody else worth playing, like right. a Mookie Betts 12 to 1 or a Freddie Freeman 25 to 1? I like Alonzo. Uh, you know, he's, he's up yeah. there. But you watch him swing, and you, you know he's going to put up numbers, and numbers is what it's all about. And now he's finally on a winner. You know, I think if, if the Mets can do what they're doing and get into the postseason, and he's the guy with you know, 48 home runs, 50 home runs, 100-plus RBIs, and his average is halfway decent. Uh, I think that awards is, is his to lose, and he's at a halfway decent price. I think you're right on Mookie Betts, though. Um, but he's won it. Um, I think uh, it might be kind of Pete Alonzo's year. Um, as long as the Mets pitching staff, you know, returns in full force and they get to the postseason. I, li- I like that pick. Um, I think Pete Alonzo is the guy. Really quick, Adam, before we let you run, what about Cy Young? Um, there's – Kind of a lot of ambiguity there. We know that Justin Verlander has moved from plus 400 to now plus 275. Uh, where would you place your money there, and, and how much movement do you think it's possible for us to see for the rest of the season in that award? Well, Tony Gonsolin from the Dodgers is, what, 9-0 and with a 1.58 ERA mm-hmm. right now. Um, and, you know, you know he's going to get offense back behind him. And, you know, I've watched him pitch a few times, and, you know, he's good. It's, it's, not a, it's not a fluke. At home, he has an ERA of .81. He's allowed 13 hits in 33 innings, which is a completely outrageous <laughs> number. And eventually that's going to come back down to earth. I actually like the Dodgers tonight uh, against the Padres, yeah. uh, against Blake Snell. But I think, I think there's value there because, it, you know, his numbers are already there. He's probably en route to be the starter for the National League in the All-Star game. So he'll get that extra pub. You know, when you think of Dodgers pitchers, he's about the fourth name you think of, but he might be the first name you think of come uh, come September. Wow. Interesting stuff. Adam, my man, thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, thanks for joining for the first time. Yeah. It's our uh, first time having you as a guest. Hot dog eating handicapper and odds maker. He's doing it all. He's doing it all. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I always got something to talk about, man. There's, a, there's always something going on I can yap. Well, Adam, that means we're definitely going to have you back, man. I can't wait to talk to you soon. You enjoy your evening, and we will actually talk sooner than you think because I'm going to invite you over to the hot dog eating a watch party that we're having live from my hotel oh, across my. the street from the hot dog stands. <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> 
That would be awesome, guys. Uh, I don't know. I got you. I'm like, uh, I'll, bring, I'll, bring the pe- I'll bring the Pepto. And yeah. the water. Yeah, that's yeah, actually, it's actually already in the, the hotel on the beds. I got you, brother. Adam, thanks for joining. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. That was Adam Thompson of bookies.com. That's bookies Adam on Twitter. B-O-O-K-I-E-S. Adam. A-D-M. Some people call him A-D-A-M. Some people call him the A-T-M. A-D-E-M, you spell his name? A-D-A-M. Oh, I was, oh so there's yeah. Adam. Adam. But his oh. uh, nickname is the ATM. I say, hey, man. Hey, man. Cool name.